you from the top of the Poconos, it's the Balcony Show with your host Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, the Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Balcony Show. What's up, Mad Cat? Blood, blood, oh, Jesus, blood pressure, Bl- weight, sugar, <laughs> cholesterol. Hey, Bo. Yeah. Super excited. Uh, Mad Cat has a really cool interview today with Kind Hearted Thieves. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely fantastic. I love his music. You know what I mean? And well, he's, well he's, you were sharing, you were, I was, I almost, I almost made a boo boo there. Huh? <laughs> sharing the boop. Out of something. Oh, his yeah. video, which she almost crazy. pulled a mad cat there. Yeah. She did yeah, crazy. Like he's got over a half a million views on this on this video, and yeah. I can see why. I totally dig it too. So, anyways, all the way from the UK, Mad Cat is going to have a chat with him later in the show. But first, hit it. Useless facts. Okay, yes, 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 yes. On this week's episode of Useless Facts, let's see, useless fact number one. Studies show that if a cat falls off the seventh floor of a building, it has about 30% less chance of surviving than a cat that falls off the 20th floor. It supposedly takes about eight floors for the cat to realize it's, it, uh, what's occurring, relax and correct itself. Huh. I want to know what? who conducted this study. Yeah, right? Somebody out there just talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> oh, no, now it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, useless facts, and, and uh, that this one comes up. Because uh, earlier today, I was watching this, like, uh, short video of this uh, snow leopard, okay, running across, like, a ridge side of a mountain, very steep. And it takes down this uh, deer, okay, for lack of knowledge of what exact species it was. Okay, but it takes it down, and then they both tumble, fall off a cliff, bang and slide, and all the way down this freaking mountain. Now, snow, snow leopards are pretty good-sized cats. Yeah, that, that's a small okay, cat. You're right. 200 feet down, okay, falling off cliff ledges and smashing and banging and booming. And then it just stops and gets up and finishes its meal. You know what I mean? And I'm saying, boy, you little resilient. Oh. But I just can't believe that somebody actually studied that. Yeah, there are people out there tossing cats off the freaking ceiling, oh. I guess, you know. <laughs> that puts me in a bad mood. Poor putties. Well, you know. That, I don't like, oh, man, a, a, like animal abuse. Those, oh, my God, those I can't are the deal. horrors of scientific study, kids. I can't deal. Yeah, well, look at Acoustic <laughs> Kitty Project. Mm. You want something to upset yourself, go look at Acoustic Kitty Project. I don't. I, I can't. That's like crazy what they did. I can't. Didn't work. I will not. I can't. Useless fact number two. <laughs> the word samba means to rub navels together. Bet you didn't know that. I did not know that. But now it makes yeah, a lot of sense that. when you consider the samba dance. Right. Well, bunga, that's bunga, what I was bunga. thinking. But then, hey, you want Is a it? samba? <laughs> hey, samba over here. It's not the mamba? <laughs> I mean, I look at it this way. The way the Mad Cat's currently built... <laughs> I got no choice but to rub my navel on you. You know what I mean? Like you, you're a built-in you know, samba dancer. You get you get within two feet of me. I mean, you know, we're just we rubbing belly buttons. <laughs> Stranger or someone you know? You know what I mean? You're you're giving you're. <laughs> oh my god! Settle was... down, Bo. Oh All right, useless fact number three. More people are killed annually by donkeys than airplane crashes. What? <laughs> uh, let me let me tell you something, okay? Donkeys can be some evil little freaking turds, man. Are they? They're so stinking cute. 
There's there, there's some man. If, if once they burros, I think are are cuter than donkeys. Yeah. Donkeys, if they, they develop a mean streak, they're hard headed. Really, oh, man, they're just hard headed. Oh, Did you yeah. guys have donkeys on your farms yeah. growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They love cig- they love tobacco. Yeah, sp- racehorses actually love tobacco. <coughs> wow, too. they'll eat you know like cigarettes. But we had one that loved. The candy sugar babies. Yeah. If you had sugar babies and they he saw that yellow wrapper, you were done. Yeah. Like meow. <laughs> and, and don't don't ever think that like horses and stuff like that don't ever remember. Like if you sit there and you walk up and you're walking through the barn and you keep the sweets for the horse in your pocket, and then no, they see that. Yeah, they know. Okay, and so many times you know we we're guilty. We'd keep them in our pocket, and next thing you know, I mean, somebody's walking by the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Pocket gets ripped right off the shirt. You know. Aww. All right. Useless fact number four. The average person spends six months of their life sitting at red lights. Well, that's the if you're going through the town of Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, that is so true. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That might be more like eight or nine months. How would they figure that out? See, I'm always wondering how how somebody is calculating that. They must have like a, a test group and every, okay, here's yeah. your timers, people. Start well, clicking when well, you're at a red there's light. There's probably like a standard time. I think that would be They'd average out so, maybe a right, couple so. people and then how just many, multiply. How many, how many times have you guys snuck through a red light at after you were at the bar and and that beast was not changing? How oh, many, I, I I do it all the time, <laughs> especially you know uh, the one right down the road from us now. Uh, there'd be nights where I'd come around the loop and take so you know, but like come on. I've done the thing where I've like inched up. Mm-hmm. It yeah. actually becomes kind of like and a pink like, Oops, panther I just episode. Went through. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm trying to get the thing to drip. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, gee. <laughs> Useless fact number five. <laughs> and, and, and I think we, you know, we've been calling people this since we were like little I kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. A whale's penis is called a dork. <laughs> Do you know how many people I've called a dork in my lifetime? And did you know? I had no idea. I don't think anybody knows. Well, now the planet knows. (laughs) Now you know. But then I mean, but isn't but isn't their penis like nine feet long? You know, I mean, is that really a bad thing? Is it? How would you know that? That's a useless fact. <laughs> no, really. It, is it's, it? Yeah. Well, you figure. I mean, on average, I mean, I, you know, it's got to be proportionate, isn't like it? Like a car. Yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> so we need to Google that. Yeah. Talk about beep, beep, beep. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Well, yeah. anyways, I think we need to get started with our first oh, song. A humpback whale's is 10 feet. I'm saying. Sam. <laughs> well, he was close. He said nine feet. You know, and that's and that's the thing, you know. See, you know, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> I'm saying, like, <laughs> Dave. I think you got to bleep that one out. <laughs> Why? That's not a dirty word, Dick. dick? What's wrong with the dick? Richard Richard Cranium. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna get out of this mess, and we're gonna start with our first song, which is La Di Da from the Union Duke. Take a listen, and we'll be right back. Baby, know that I can't stay, but I don't really want to go. Every little thing I need is out there on the road. Leave a little piece of me, something tiny you can hold. But baby, don't forget my face when I walk up to your door. I was working on the side, I would hang my head down low.
Folks, welcome back to the Balcony Show. And right now we have the first song from our interview tonight by Kind Hearted Thieves. The song is Nevermore. So sit down, give it a listen, and here we go. the clouds with its clarity train your horse may be high but it's tainted and lame careful not to fall upon your words humanity's left dead for the birds don't lose the meaning my friend never again Just to soothe the scar, nevermore. And the lies we tell ourselves, the story. I'm sorry to the core Broken and so never more You think confident veneer is a trick of the eye we must bow down to a self-afflicting sky Guess I'll have to do this alone Watching from your palace of broken bone We're lost, but we pretend Never again Just to soothe the score Nevermore And the lies we tell ourselves The stories for nobody else And I'm sorry Nevermore 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 
Balcony Show, and today is the first day of the Mad Cats Mad Tracks interview with Jamie Ramsden from Kind Hearted Thieves. And that song you just heard was the song Nevermore off his, well, I mean, ultimately you're going to have a full EP out, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, not so distant future. All right, well, that'll be very awesome. That uh, that was the song Nevermore. Uh, for the sake of our listeners, how I found you, uh, I was just scrolling through Facebook the one day and it just came up in my feed. And I saw the song Nevermore, and I immediately started thinking Edgar Allan Poe, you know, and I was just like, so I was like, you know what, let me give, give this guy a listen. And what I heard absolutely just blew me away, uh, just the tone of your voice, the intensity of the song, the intensity of the lyrics, just pulled me right in. You know, uh, Thanks, just, man. Yeah, just uh, tell me a little bit about that song, brother. Yeah, so first and foremost, thank you very much for, for listening and giving it some time. Um, in this day and age, it's difficult to get someone to stop and listen to new music. So that's first and foremost, thank you for that. Um, I'm glad you liked it as well. Uh, the song, as you say, Edgar Allan Poe, I was reading um, on one of my many wonders through Wikipedia. I was just reading about Edgar Allan Poe. Thought the name was cool. And then strangely enough, my daughter, my eldest daughter, was reading a book called Nevermore, but it was spelt the way that I've spelt the song slightly differently. Right. And that just created the play. It was as if Nevermore was a place rather than a word. Um, so it was like a place that you could go to. And then that just set me off on the lyrics and I was away. That's fantastic. Now, I can, I can, I can see you, uh, you've been involved in music a long time and i gotta tell you I, for lack of a bio you didn't have much in the way of a bio so i had to dig deep brother i, I mean I, I had to dig deep to find out who, who who this guy is you know and I, I i gotta tell you i mean obviously music's been a journey for you i i, I had seen that you were in another uh, another band the deep river pilots um yeah just just tell me about your journey what it, uh, what it's been like to get you to where you are right now well, uh, yeah, you're right. I've been doing this for a very long time. I was 15 when I first uh, picked up a guitar. Oh, that would be the, uh, the, the band The Doofs, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I did some digging, brother. <laughs> yeah, that is mad. I didn't think anybody would find that. Yeah, that was The Doofs. Yeah, so I played bass in The Doofs. Um, I only picked up a bass guitar because we couldn't find a bass guitarist. So I said, I'll just play it. And then that was me then. So then I played bass for the majority of what we would call my music career, um, playing in a variety of bands and playing with a variety of musicians, but always as kind of backing. So I'd do backing vocals a bit, but it was mainly just playing bass. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I was in a, the band Deep River Pilots, and that was when I started to realise that doing your own stuff could still be people would want to hear it like for most of my time i was trying to make money and feed the family so it was sort of covers and you know pub gigs and stuff uh, and then it made me realize people were turning up to these gigs to hear original music and that's just what made me start thinking maybe i should i could do that and then i decided to put the guitar down well the bass guitar down pick up the guitar and have a have a crack at writing some songs and and then here we are i hear you i hear you now for the sake of our listeners and i i hope you don't mind my my candor on this because again i did some digging and you know you were a bass player for a long time and i had i had read this this thing under one of your uh pictures from a few years back 
and I got to tell you, it's, it, to me, it resonates the passion and the drive to continue to move forward in music. And you had written, in 15 years of playing bass, I had never had a decent quality bass guitar. The last one I had was 100 euros from eBay. Life has been bloody tough the past few years, and it's not looking like it'll get any easier. And it seems one of the few things that puts a smile on my face is making music. I am generally over the bloody moon with this beauty. I shouldn't have bought it, can't afford it, but I'm madly in love with it. And if you hate music, then, un then unfriend me right now. I'm going to spatter musical lunacy all over the place. And I got to tell you, brother, I, I absolutely love that. Okay? That struck a heavy chord with me because... Your passion is everything, and it, it, it comes through in all the best ways. So, <laughs> Thanks, man. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you and for yeah. getting this music out there, because it's absolutely phenomenal. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been all I've, you know, I've had to do all sorts of other things to keep food on the table, but it's always been, ever since I picked up the guitar, it's music has been i mean even before then i was you know first band ever went to watch with deep purple when i was like eight with my dad so nice it's been uh music has always been important to me and it certainly helped get me through some pretty rough times as it seems to with many other people so so yeah it's, i'm glad that you found that comment actually it's reminded me of a good time i i had to do some digging brother you know what i mean so you know in the future i would recommend Put the, you know, put together a full bio. I mean, you wouldn't have to put that stuff in there, but just let everybody know about you, man. Your, you know, your music is very solid, and I, it's better than very solid, man. It's phenomenal, Jesus. You know, uh, the next song that we're gonna listen to, you know, going out of this interview here, "Favor the Bold." You know, it's, it, um, you know, inspired by the Kintsugi. I, I totally get it. The putting pieces together and trying to hold them together, it's, yo. <laughs> tell me, tell me, you know, your basis for writing that song. So that's one of the few songs. So the majority of the songs that I, I end up writing, they just sort of come, they just sort of happen. So I'll be like messing around on the guitar because it's very rare that I haven't got one near me, and a, a good line will come out, and then I end up writing a song around that, or something will just sort of spark it off, and then I'll and then I'll try and put the pieces together. Um, whereas with that one, that was specific I read about uh, the Japanese Kitsuguri and that just the line just came straight out we um, sealed our boxes with gold and that was it I was away um, and that's that was really the riff so the guitar riff for that I'd, I'd had for a long time and again that's something that seems to happen all of a sudden one line will connect with something that I've already had a line around for a while and then it all sort of pieces itself together. Um, but I also think, certainly after I'd done Nevermore, it had done quite well as far as people viewing it and people's opinion of it. And so there was a bit of pressure on to, uh, to try and write something that would stand up to, to that one. And I, didn't, I wasn't happy with any of the other songs that I had. And I'd had quite a lot of messages about mental health and stuff because for some reason my songs and music seem to resonate with people that are... It is. it is. I, as I saw last yeah. night, the video for it uh, has uh, 33,000 views so far. You know, uh, man, I, it's, and now I'm, I'm hoping that's going to increase exponentially right now just because I think you're absolutely phenomenal. A phenomenal artist. Definitely uh, your, writing, your writing style, your use of lyrics is absolutely great. People gravitate to it when they hear it. Thank you very much. So, uh, um, what do we have to look forward to you coming up in the future? I'm literally just finished, or very close to just finishing another song that I, I sort of closed out the final bits on this afternoon. So I'll be back in the studio, hopefully uh, beginning of April. So I'll have another single out in the next couple of months. That'll be followed up almost immediately with an EP. So I'll have three professionally produced full songs like Nevermore that you've just heard and Favor the Bold that'll blow in a minute. Uh, so it'll be that level. And then I'll have about three or four acoustic, just raw ones that'll all go on the EP. And then the next plan is start throwing everything together and get an album together as soon as possible and hopefully get a live gig 
when we're allowed out again because we're in lockdown over here. Right, 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 right. Man, I can't wait for this stuff to end. Ugh. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, when you, when you get this thing going forward, would you ever have any intentions of uh, bringing your show to the States? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's different. I'm completely focused on being independent, so I don't, I'm not trying to get a label or get signed or anything like that. I want to do this all completely supported by the people that like my music um, and, and a, a, a sense of community rather than corporation, if that, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so because I'm at the hay, I get to kind of pick whatever it is I want to do, but America um, is absolutely on, on the cards as soon as it becomes viable and possible, I'll be... I'll be straight over there, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that once you, you know, once your stuff really starts getting out over here, people are really going to take a hold of it. Thank mean, you. You know, like I said, man, there's just so much heart and passion in every bit of it. So, with that said, Jamie, it's been absolutely phenomenal talking to you. I wish you nothing but continued and fiery success going forward. And we're going to end this out uh, with Favor the Bold, your current drop. So... Here we go. Cheers, Amazing. Thank you. We agree, but we argue we are free, which is untrue, guided by the few. We follow blindly I'm without, yet I'm with Feel to shout, is to live But it's not so It's not so For I've been where you stand I still am I still am Dark nights Filled with sand I still am For we seal our cracks with gold Mending in ways we are sold Sailing on memories we hold Favor the bold Favoring the bold I am Egregious, you must seek, you must see this The blood drips through my fist against my chest As uncharted seas swallow me Another man breathes finally It's a fate for all men to decay For I've been where you stand I still am, I still am Dark nights Filled with sand, I still am
Hey guys, welcome back to Indie Radar, our uh, our segment on the balcony show, just filled with lots of good information, especially for you indie artists out there. Um, I wanted to talk about and actually bring up this topic again. I know I did an Indie Radar on this not that long ago, but I feel it's so important to kind of bring this back onto the table. Um, and that's answering whether you as an artist question whether you need to have a website. And the answer is yes. I know it's more work. Um, there's a, a ton of options out on the internet that give you sites that are free. Um, you just have to purchase your dorm, domain name and uh, secure that. But some of the reasons I just want to kind of rattle off why you need a website. Number one, it's going to provide the public um, very basic information and it gives you control over the content. So it's going to, you're, you're going to, you're going to be giving your listeners or your fans, uh, the information that can all be placed in one shot instead of having your fans searching for you because nobody's got time anymore and nobody's willing to give up that time. Even if it's two minutes to search for something that they want to find out about you as a band. I know myself, I go onto a band's website and I get sidetracked and I'm like, Oh, let me click on this and then click on that. And then next thing you know, I'm off your site and I'm looking somewhere else for something else. Um, so number two, it, again, it's a one-stop shop listing your events. Um, it's going to, it should have your photos and of course keep those, you know, up to date and, and current. It should include any press that you have, something that's significant that gives sort of a little bit of a wow factor to the reader. Um, and certainly your history doesn't have to be this long bio, but just something simple and tells us your story in a very quick way. You know, what, who you, who you are as an artist, um, it gives you the uh, number three, it gives you a website, gives you an online presence. You know, there's a, a certain level of professionalism that comes with having that online presence. Last but not least, it gives you the opportunity to sell your merch and sell tickets to any live stream events or hopefully, you know, live concerts that might be coming up at some point this year and in the future. And, um, and I say that, you know, like really emphasizing, um, that that's the least amount of information that you should be providing on your website. And again, it's super important. We don't want to have to chase information about who you are, especially when we hear a song on the radio and say, Oh my God, I want to, I want to know who is this. And, and then I go to, to your website and there's not much information about you. Um, kind of like a Debbie Downer. And I don't want to have to click, you know, five, six, seven times to kind of get to the meat of who you are. So just some top reasons why it is very important to have a website and, uh, and have that polished online presence because it does lend, um, a level of credibility to you as an artist and as a business and as a brand. So check us out next week for more, uh, pro tips and industry trends right here on Indie Radar. Oh, yeah, folks. Today's Mad Cat's Mad Tracks is a song, Blue Dress, by the Parachute Brigade. So sit down, give it a listen. This is a new one. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been finding, I've been finding. All the things that I let go And I've been fighting I've been fighting But I thought I'd let you know You're the stranger I know best Still the girl in that blue dress Playing my heart like a troll Everything we never let Starlet
wrong, alright. If you're gonna stay in up all night, I leave a light on for you. Just for you. Styling all this time. I've been wondering if it's wrong or right. If you're gonna stay in up all night, I leave a light. Welcome back. You just heard Blue Dress by the Parachute Brigade. And coming up next is Five Horses, Christian Montgomery and the Winterkill Band, a past band we've had on the show. Sit down and check it out. Darkness deep inside our hearts. 
Yes, another fine episode. Great job today, Mad Track. Mad Track, yes, that's my new name, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to carry that name everywhere. Mad Cat, Mad Cat, Mad Tracks. Mad Cat is Mad Tracks. Really, Jamie was cool. He really was, and very down to earth, you know. And I think uh, one of the things I appreciate, you know, we uh, we had we had a short conversation, like uh, you know, off um, off air, and his uh, his desire to keep it completely indie you know what i mean just to keep it funneled and funded through just the, the whole indie perspective no big label hoopla you know and it, it's i think that's very cool it's very grounded you know what i mean because so many people just you know the ah the big brass ring you know but here's a guy that just he wants to do the work and he he'll wants, never sell out no he, he just wants to pound the ground and keep himself authentic as he absolutely is 100 percent, and i dig that which is really cool yep very very cool very uh, cool guy I'd like to remind you that we do have our Reverb Nation campaign that will be going until April 5th. So if you want to get on the show, that's the best way to do it, is to submit through Reverb Nation. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We'll send the car after you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some really great things coming up, which we can't talk about right now, but Let's uh, not say we just uh, yeah. have some stay really tuned cool guests for some good up. surprises. Tuned, right. Yep, yep, yep. So with that, I think I'm going to say good night from yeah. all of us here at the Balcony Show. Good night. Oh, that's that covers it. <laughs> good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. Peace. a bright kid they said Yeah I was young head strong back then I had these ideas and visions where I thought this path would lead I always let that carry me and I follow my ambitions I was driven so I tried but I guess I stopped dreaming somewhere down the line and I down at the bottom of the barrel and it feels like I'm blind in the darkness like I'm lost in a shadow I can't seem to change things and I'm so tired of trying to work it up to It's like just one more failure, but who
That's what's up. 